everybody. Welcome to another SDGC After Hours. I am Finn, a.k.a. at Nola Nerdcast, joined by Saki. Hey, you just loved that. It's my catchphrase. It so is your catchphrase. Even at me. So, actually, at Saki Bless. And then we are joined by our own Brittany and also But Why Those Eva. How are you both doing? Good. Hello. I'm good. Ready to talk about books uh, next. Well. Let us talk about books next because that's what this is about. And I would actually like our special guest to kick it off because turns out you love books next just as much as we do. Yeah, I uh, have been tweeting about Bug Snacks since that trailer dropped in July. Um, I love Kira Kira Bonito. I love the Bug Snacks song. I pushed hard for a review code, and then I platinumed it on PS4, and I'm working on the PS5 platinum right now. So oh, wow. a little bit, maybe too oh, into Bug Snacks. So good. I don't think you can be too into Bug Snacks because it's just it's such a perfect game as far as like gameplay goes and just it's a good chill game you can just sit back with and it doesn't stress you out and it's so good i'm i'm actually yeah, I, I see i see everybody playing demon souls and i'm like no when i get home from work i play bugs next <laughs> exactly well that's it's funny because when everybody's like you know everybody's asking like what are you playing on your ps5 and i'm like bug snacks what are you playing <laughs> yeah, demon souls come on don't be so basic right jump in the world of snack tooth island right exactly it, it's crazy because i'm pretty much exactly in the same boat as eva because ever since that debut trailer that all right just quick story time because <laughs> saki uh watched that ps5 uh conference as well but it was only bug snacks that made her stop and turn and goes like, you need to get a review code for this because I have got to play this. They have freaking <laughs> googly eyes and my image is a sock puppet with googly eyes and it is just fate that I was destined to get the review code with Finn and love it as much as I do because it is wholesome AF. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so, so wholesome. Favorite Grumpus and why is it Chanlo? I mean, yeah, you nailed it. It's Chanlo. Yeah, it's Chanlo. It's yeah. absolutely Chanlo. <laughs> So I guess the harder question is, who is the next favorite Grumpus? Uh, I mean, okay, so I think my second favorite Grumpus is tied between Snorpy and Wiggle. Ooh, Wiggle. Yeah. I I don't know if I really like her personality, but I like it when she sings to me, so I can kind of disregard <laughs> everything so Wiggle, else about her. Wiggle, okay, Finn, you're going to be proud of this one. Wiggle is a Wiggle too much for me. Um, I thought her singing scenes, oh, I couldn't stand him. I, 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 yeah. I did not enjoy Wiggle. I liked, it's either going to be Snorpy for me as well, or, um, God, who was my second favorite? I don't know. It's Snorpy. It's, I guess, I guess it's yeah. just Snorpy. For me, it's Philbo. Philbo. I do like I, Philbo. He's so, he's so endearing. Right. And also voiced by uh, way too many other anime characters, so it was really hard to separate the two. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. the voices in this are my favorite because my roommate, who she doesn't, she likes watching me play games, but she doesn't play them much herself. She loved watching me play Bug Snacks, and about halfway through, I was like, 
uh, you know how I've been, like, playing through Spider-Man again lately? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, well, Philbo is, not Philbo, I was like, Chan, though, is voiced by Peter Parker. And she yeah. was like, you're kidding me. So I just love the voice cast. That's, and like, and too. that's the one thing that's good about this game is it is it accurately portrays everybody's voice acting abilities. And, like, mm-hmm. because there were so many times where I'm like, oh, I think this person's this. And I looked it up and I'm like, oh, no. That's that's this person. Um, I also really love uh, Gramble and yes. Bethica. Yes. So I, I yeah. So Gramble is cute because he's trying so hard <laughs> to not eat eat the snacks. He, like and to not. He's like he lets everybody else do it, but his own moral compass will not let him do it. And I felt so bad force feeding him the food. That was yes! my, that was my question. question. Like, did you not feel just dirty inside? Oh I waited. The worst part. The until worst the part's the morning end. after when yes, he, when- like the morning after, and he like has that moment where he's freaking out and having like a whole panic attack in the middle of the town because you for like he woke up and found out that he ate bug snacks. That got, made me feel it. so bad. Well, yes. it's funny because Finn, you we were messaging each other a little bit about it while I was playing, um, and. Uh, you were like, you have to eventually fully form all the grumpuses into um, bug snacks yeah, in order to get a trophy. Um, what? Did I mess it up? No, no, you did. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I and, was just agreeing with you. Yeah, and um, I like, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then I was like playing the game, and I was like, wait. That means Gramble. I was like, no. <laughs> and I liked I liked Befica just for the character growth that she has in it. Yeah. Like every single character has some kind of growth, but I feel like she had the most significant growth. Um, as far as like she just starts off just bitchy and mean, and then she's like, you know what? When I get off this island, I don't want to be this person anymore. And I thought that was super good. I also liked Lambus because I feel like his character got a fun little arc with him and the cactus sleepwalking yeah. to his girl. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually they reconciled. It's like, I can come out through the desert. Yeah. I loved, yeah, Wambus was good too, but I also love like him you because. Root, you root for him and Triffy. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, you're together. <laughs> so I think we mentioned this briefly in our review, but I think the characters are part of what made this game so good, but also the relationships with them and how they aren't even highlighted. They just all exist and they cover such an awesome spectrum of types of relationships. That's And that's what I said in Thursday's podcast is I was like, what I love about it is they didn't tell you beforehand, like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to have um, they, them pronouns in our game. We're going to have gay relationships. You just played the game and it was like, Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, they didn't have just one gay couple. They had two gay couples. And yep. it was just, I love that they didn't get on their um, their soapbox and announce that to the world. It was just there. It was just normal. Nobody questioned it. Like, it was just cute. Yeah, I think more games should do that. They didn't use it as a marketing ploy. Exactly. It was part well, of the game. Especially because exactly. it... Especially because it came out of the gate so hard. Where it was like, literally the first cutscene, uh, Eggabelt comes out and kisses Lisbert. And I was like... Oh my God! Is Bucksnacks yeah. gay? Finally, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, when I fr- I told our producer Derek about it, his first thought was like, "Thank God! Like it's about time that they just normalize it. It shouldn't be a big deal." Right? Exactly. It's sad so, that it's 2020, and that's like this is our first. I guess it's it's a, it's a low bar, but you know what? 
we got to start somewhere, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Bug Snacks met that bar, <laughs> flying colors. They sure did. <laughs> they flew over it like a buck locust. Yep. A buffalo locust. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> that 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 dovetails next into my next dumb question is, uh, Eva, what was your favorite Bug Snacks? Um, I fell in love early in the game. I met Bunger. And I never looked back. I think he's uh, he's ridiculous. He has no brain cells. I like that they just like to ram into trees and each other. And they love ketchup. And they walk around going bunger, bunger, bunger. <laughs> and I, I adore bunger with my whole heart. I'm going to shoot it over to Saki because... Uh, do you remember that trailer they put out where they introduced <laughs> the voices? And they were like, here's your voice cast. But they also would just subtly throw out some of the bug snacks as well they're like this person i never saw that you'll have to link that to me oh i will it's amazing okay but anyway that that trailer <laughs> set up uh saki's favorite and it never it never stopped Scooby what was it who was Manoopy. it i freaking love that thing i don't even know why and maybe it's because he looked like a sad eeyore in the trailer but what one he looked like a sad eeyore in the trailer like he she just... didn't hear which one you said no scoopy banoopy oh that's my Oh yeah! I love Scoopy Banoopy. He just sounds so depressed. I know. And then he's a ticking time bomb when he explodes into the other snacks. Yes. He just gets so mad. Scoopy Banoopy is so good. Oh, Scoopy Banoopy. Scoopy. It really is the Eeyore of bug snacks. He's so sad and adorable. He's he's memorable to me. Like I also love um fucking Bopsicle just because he's angry yeah. and like hits shit, but there's so That's that's my roommate's favorite and sometimes Bopsicle. my roommate yeah, my roommate and I sometimes will just be hanging out and we'll just out of nowhere we'll bop 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 bopsicle. Like we <laughs> like we love bopsicle in this house. <laughs> I gotta tell you, bopsicle gave me like terrors because you'd be in the middle of trying to catch something else and you just hear bopsicle come up and you're like, Oh, this motherfucker's gonna ruin it. It's gonna ruin everything. I just wanna get the flaming cheap hoot. <laughs> I think mine, and just because sheer originality and cleverness of it is probably the uh oh the noodler because i would have never expected a bowl of ramen with chopstick legs uh, yeah roaming around that one was good and so was the i don't remember the name like agrol is that the one that's yes. just yeah. like the Chinese takeout carton agrol yep yep yeah with with the uh with the um spring roll legs and then yeah. you had the pickler the pickler loved me some pickler Oh, they're all so good. They really are. And you know what? I didn't even care that some of them were literally just palette swap RPG enemies. No, nope. like we're just <laughs> we're just going to give it a different color and call it the, a, a variation of the name. I didn't even care. It was just fun. It, me too. Loved them. I did, you want? Can I tell you what my least favorite fucking bug snack was? Is it the Bonopper? Yeah, well, Bonopper, Bonopper was okay, because once you figure out how to catch it, it's fine. The fucking scorpion ones are so oh, annoying. Yes. Like, you want to talk about Bopsicle disrupting your fucking ability <laughs> to catch it? The scorpions were so annoying, and they were such a pain in the ass to catch. Well, you know what? See, my- I will say... Oh, no, please, Ava, go. Oh, I was going to say, my least favorite bug snack has nothing to do with how difficult it was to catch. It's that... I just... 
in my dreams, hearing Sweetie Fly haunts me at night. Like, it's so, like, I wanted to like them so bad, but I'd be trying to, like, complete my Bug Snacks Pokedex in a place where Sweetie Fly was, and they would just not stop screaming at me from the treetops, and I'm, I, there was a point where I was like, I just can't go to Flavor Falls right now because I cannot handle <laughs> Sweetie Fly. <laughs> you just need a break. I will say that, uh, I did have that amazing moment where you realize that the invisible scorpion pepper was a ghost pepper. Wait, there's an invi- which one's the invisible one? The he- one in the desert. The one oh, where the really? buffalo locust is. Oh. Yeah, there, there's an invisible one. You can't see him until you get close. And I, I, it blew my mind when I realized it was made of a ghost pepper. And that's why oh, it was invisible. I didn't even realize <laughs> that. Ooh. Yeah, we got those hot takes over here. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the rest of the show is just going to be about how Sweetie Fly is great. Let's all do our oh, best. Oh, so sorry, of Sweetie Fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? Uh, starting with each of you, what was it? Do you think that uh, really made this game special for you? Um, I think for me, it was the the overall aesthetic. Like it, it was just weird and colorful, and I really liked that. And I also liked, um, one of my friends told me that it was, like, the the Death Stranding of kids' games before we all knew what it was, because I don't know if I would really consider it a kids' game that, after playing it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, like, nobody knew what it was, and once I got my hands on it, I still didn't really know what it was even after playing it until the end. It's just weird and quirky, and I liked the... I'm, I'm big into puzzles, but I'm not good at puzzles, and what I liked about Bug Snacks was the way the puzzles worked in this game was how my brain worked with, like, compiling different things to, you know, like, launch the trap to catch bugs, so I just had a great time figuring out how to do everything and then wandering around and seeing all the creative little bugs. Yeah, I think Crazy. what's interesting about that is that even when people were describing it to me, they were describing it perfectly, but you don't know what type of game it is until you're actually playing it. Like, you could say, oh, it's like Pokemon Snap and, you know, Viva Pinata, but it, but different. And it's like, it really is just one of those games that you have to play and experience yourself to kind of, like, really understand it is. Because even though it's a small catch game, it, it has so many different elements to it with how you can catch, like... You don't have to catch everything in just a trap. Like, you you can use different ways to use that trap. And I think that's one of the things that was really... It's it's versatile. So even if I go back and play the game, it's still going to be different because I can, you know, I I know I can catch it using this or that. So that's that's one thing that I personally fell in love with. Um, And the second thing was the story. You know, we talked about the inclusivity in it all. um, But... I also just think it was really dark, um, not not in a bad way, just like they talked about death and they talked about, you know, I didn't I didn't expect that from a game where you have all these cute little characters. It's such a cute, bright, colorful world. And then all of a sudden you meet um, Triffany and she's like, yeah, I'm examining these bones. People died here. I think Bug Snacks <laughs> ate them. Let's investigate them. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> Yeah, uh, one of my favorite things, and it was kind of unexpected, was the minute they introduced the boss fights into the game. Because up until that point, you're just catching the bugs, like, you're getting the characters, you get the side quests, you get this idea, and then bam, you get the freaking 
Mega Maki, or at least that's the first one we did. And you're like, oh, okay, they're up in the game. This is fun now. Um, My first one was well, the moth one, and I was so ready to get that motherfucker. <laughs> it that's, took us mine was the watermelon. Ever to figure out that you were supposed to throw the stupid exploding burritos into the little tornadoes to get the moths down. Yeah. See, my problem was I, I just missed completely the um, the little grappling hook marks on the pizza cutters, so I kept getting the mothra down on the ground, and then I was like, how do I get the pizza cutters to hit it? It took <laughs> me forever to find out. I, I'm, I'm not even ashamed to admit it that I also did not realize it was Saki that was like, look at the marks, use the grappling thingy. And then, and then, I mean, and that's that's part of why this game is so special is because this was the first game we played together where it was more about her playing than her just watching me play a game. Usually, it's she gets invested in the story and we play a game together. But this was a game that she played where I mostly watched her, and it was just really fun sharing that experience. And then also, it really was it's Pokemon Snap with a with a plot. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like Pokemon Snap, you, you have to discover the creatures, but that that's it. And this game, it goes, no, and now you always have to figure out the mini puzzles and how to catch them. Yeah. The, uh, I really enjoyed how forgiving the game was. It didn't really punish you for messing up. You just had to go and reset the area. So it just it felt like a nice relaxing game. It never felt stressful to try and catch something. Yeah. Unless there was a scorpion. Because, <laughs> because well, it also had like that vague Metroid aspect to it where you don't know if it, you can't catch it because you're just fucking it up or because you don't have an item you need yet mm-hmm. like maybe there's a sauce you don't have yet or maybe there's a an item that you need there or maybe there are you're so just many not catching times, it because you suck yeah there are so many times where i would be trying to catch something get incredibly frustrated and be like you know what fuck it i don't have all my items yet i'm just gonna wait till i get all my items and then come back <laughs> The stupid pop ticks. The stupid pop ticks oh, being yeah. guarded by the scorpion. I hated those things. I hated them. I hated them. I hated them. God, it was all good. <laughs> I also, the, uh, I also enjoyed Daddy uh, Cake Legs. Daddy Cake Legs. Daddy Cake yeah, Legs. Yeah. Oh, Snorpy's yeah. whole grumpa naughty thing. I just adored it. Every single second of it, I was like, I love this little gay conspiracy theory scientist man. Give Did me more. You... Did you catch the post-credits audio log? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the internet, and I stumbled upon this theory, and it blew my freaking mind, is that Snorpy's not crazy, and that the editor and that random voice that we hear are actually part of the Grumpinati, because a lot of Snorpy's artwork talks about mind control. And we know with how the game ends that Bug Snacks might have something to do with that. So yeah, it's, it's quite possible the editor actually is Grumpinati. That's well, crazy. I think, I think that the editor says something. I don't remember what it was exactly, but there was something in the audio log where they did like some weird, like cult chant thing that involved using the word grump and I, I, it sounded very like a confirmation of grump and naughty so i think so i want a sequel so bad Me too. oh i, I want, want a sequel so just, bad just it's it's basically gonna be jurassic park lost world but bug snacks yeah my oh, yeah, roommate we... and i were talking about it in the car literally earlier today and i was like i hope they make a bug snacks too where they just turn it into like 
like not like a first person shooter, but like how they had it at the end where you use the the traps to right. do to not use them for traps. And I was like, I hope they turn it into like some sort of survival game instead of an exploration <laughs> game. Yeah, it would be really Blunt interesting to have both. You know, have the catching aspect and then just the the blow up aspect like imagine getting frustrated and you can't catch a bug snack then you finally catch it and you zone out and you go back in and then you just blow that bitch up (laughs) (laughs) so what you're saying is we need bug snacks to expiration date yep exactly yes i'm just saying that needs to be the name like i thought of it just now can can we talk about the ending a little bit just you know what i wasn't going to but then i realized this isn't our review. This is our after hours. I'll put a spoiler tag on it. Let's just go crazy. So yeah. I was completely grossed out by Lisbert at the end. Like, yeah, I, I did not like looking at her. She is just a sushi cake abomination, man. She is. She ain't great. <laughs> and she's so angry like i don't know like when you guys are doing voice dialogue with her is there any kind of option you can get so she's not like fuck you i regret inviting you here um i I did i when i was playing it i very much like no matter what i picked she was like i hate you why are you here and i was like because you told me to come god right Because at that point, like, I was looking up the trophies, and I knew that, like, they all had to survive, and I was like, well, if I, she's, did I say, is it Mass Effect? If I say something wrong to her, it's like suddenly everybody gonna fucking die. That trophy stressed me out, too, because I knew that it existed, but I didn't want to look up, like, spoilers on how to get it. Mm -hmm. So I was playing the whole end of the game, like, I can't mess this up, they can't, I can't let them die. And then afterwards, I looked it up, and it was just like, they can't die it just does that to freak you out so like that trophy got me good apparently there's no way for the grumpuses to not all survive well see i didn't know that because i didn't see we didn't see that trophy we didn't look at the trophy list until after we beat the game and so i saw that i was like holy crap we got real lucky apparently well apparently (laughs) if you don't recruit all the grumpuses back to the camp then that's when they technically die Oh, oh, see, I didn't, okay, I didn't so even think about everybody. Yeah, I didn't even think about. Yeah, you could leave Wiggles' ass anybody. out there. You could leave. Cromus <laughs> uh, K- is that his name? Cramvis uh, uh, or whatever. His can name we? Is. Ch- he was the Crom-do. worst one. Am I right? Crom-do. Like, he, yeah. he was. Crom-do. Yeah. yeah. He. He didn't really have a character arc where you like him the way that Chandler and Snorpy just made your heart burst. Right. Well, I mean, like, even even Befika, she, like, she was awful, I hated her, and then, like, by the end of it, I was like, I wanted good things for her. I wanted her to to rise up past her expectations of herself. Yeah, because then you see everybody at the end of the game actually is a cheerleader and Philbo actually gets to wear the mayor sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's real happy for Apparently, also, if you don't recruit everybody and people, quote-unquote, die, when you get to that beach scene, they're all, all like, assholes to you. Oh, really? really? Yeah. I kind of want to play through it like that now just to see what happens. (laughs) I want to play a fuck you playthrough. Oh, man. So, um, I just realized we've been talking about bug snacks and it just time flies when you talk about bug snacks. Are there any, um, 
parting thoughts or recommendations or reasons someone should check this out? Anything you want to say about the game? We'll start with uh, Eva. Um, I think that people should definitely check it out. I don't think it will be for everyone, but I do think that most people will appreciate it for just being um, something different. Like, I don't feel like I've ever played a game quite like this, even ones that are similar. Um, and I think also that if you are a person that got a launch PS5 and are looking for something to do in comparison to, like, Demon Souls or Miles Morales or something, it's definitely, like, a very short, fun experience that you could knock out in a day or two. And I... No, I go ahead. You, you want to go? No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I 100% agree. I think this is one of those just, like, wholesome games that when the world is a dumpster fire, like, 2020 has been, it's just really refreshing to have just, like, a happy game, and then you get the great characters and everything thrown in, and it's just something you feel good playing about. Like, it doesn't stress you out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll hear me say this time and time again. I'm one of those people that it's like the less maintenance and the less time you spend in the game, the more enjoyable it is for me. Um, so it was really a good launch title for me. And um, I'm just echoing everything y'all are saying. It's it's short. It's concise. It's fun. Like it's one of those things where you can just sit down, get into and you don't want to stop playing. Like that's that's what surprised me about this game is that you you just kept wanting to pick up and playing. And like I'd be at work and I'd be like, man, really want to go home and play Bug Snacks right now. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's just overall a, a great game. It has a great message, and I think it's going to end up being one of my game of the years this year. And I didn't expect that whatsoever from this game. I really just enjoyed going in blind on this. Same. Uh, and I just, it's just, it's like all of you have said, it's a, it's a fun game. And the fact that it is a PlayStation Plus game really just means that if you have a PS5, you don't lose anything. It's it's not like other indie games where I'm trying to convince you to, to invest in its, in its, its asking cost. It's just download it, give it a shot. It, you might find it's for you. And if you don't, I'll, I'll judge you a little bit. I, I won't like you as much, but you know what? At least you tried. And and I, I just, I want this to be a success because I, I don't know. I mean, does Young Horses do sequels? We don't know yet, but I really hope they do. I really fucking I would love do. to see what a Bug Snacks 2 looks like. I think your immunity to the snack would come into play. Yeah. I didn't Apple even think snack. about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you can't eat the snacks. That's got to play into it. Like, there's got to be a reason that you could not eat the snacks. But that's thoughts for another day. What if people eat you? Oh. <laughs> to cure Gr- yourself from snacks. snacks. Yeah. Grump <laughs> snacks. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, I want to thank... Uh, everyone for joining. Uh, Eva, why don't you let people know listening where they can find you on the interwebs? Uh, yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Eva Harinkova. That's E-V-A-H-E-R-I-N-K-O-V-A. I have a very long, complicated last name. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash eHarinko. And I write reviews and games news um, and the occasional movie or TV review for But Why Though? 
Uh, so you can find all of our stuff there. I believe our Twitter account is just at but why though might be at but why though PC. I'm not sure, but either way, um, we're a team of mostly LGBT and people of color writers, and um, we have a huge variety of things that we cover from TV, manga, video games, books, etc. So check us out. And uh, Britt. You can find. I, mean, I know where to find uh, you. You can find me at, at itspeachia on Twitter, and that's where I'm most active. Sometimes I stream on Twitch, just peachia, no its in front of there. And yeah. And Saki? I'm at Saki Bless, but I'm not super active on Twitter, so don't. <laughs> She's active if you interact with her. That's true. And if you, write, if you talk about bug snacks. I will jump into any Bucksnacks conversation. <laughs> it's true. The talking sock puppet has strong feelings about Bucksnacks. And then I'm a Finn, but I said mine at the beginning. You know, Nolan Nerdcast. I'm that guy. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for this look into the world of Bucksnacks.